0: Um, good evening, everyone. Hello, welcome to uh, my podcast, Heavenly Places. I am your host, Jameer. Um, along here with Dorothy Carruthers. I hope hope your week went well. Um, mine's mine's uh, went well. I'm here again for another Thursday, another Thursday, at least. Um, Last week we talked about the name of God And we focused on the one uh, Elohim Elohim And uh, this week actually I want to talk about uh, A very uh, familiar one uh, Jehovah um, The names of God But before we go to that Let's open up in prayer Father we thank you for your goodness Grace and mercy We thank you for your salvation Help me Father Lord to teach your. Word or or to, to show you people your word help help them to learn Father guide and direct us this evening Father um, guide your people Father Lord open their hearts we thank you Father for your goodness your grace and your mercy and salvation Father we um, yes, are in Jesus name Amen um, and then before I get get to the teaching of. we are around the Christmas season around the Christmas holidays actually we already did a teaching on that one but if you're you're interested do uh, you want to you want to give somebody a free gift guess what you can give them one of my books uh, Manifest Destiny the Path Towards Wisdom and I will mail it mail off to you guys for free um, you can go visit my web page www.jamere.org j-a-m-e-r-e o-r-g and you can fill it out, and I will, I will mail a book. You don't even have the paper for postage, <clears throat> or you can also send me an email at Dr. that's, uh, drmerejay that's d r m e r e j a y at gmail And also, you can contact Dor- Dorothy Carruthers also um, to co- uh, the request a book. And either way, you'll you'll get a book, and someone will get a free present. Or hey, you. You can give yourself a free present So that's a quick uh, Shout out for the book Um, So now let's get to uh, This word Jehovah Very familiar scripture I mean not scripture Very familiar name of God And the spelling of that is J-E-H-O-V-A-H That's J-E-H-O-V-A-H Um and what is very, very, very interesting about this is, uh, <clears throat> this, uh, name is, uh, <clears throat> that, um, is, is actually, when you think about all the other newer words, is actually quite newer than, uh, some of the, uh, other, other names of, uh, God, our father, um, One of the ones, of course, that we read in Genesis chapter one, verse one, in the beginning, God created. That is the word Elohim. um, This we talked about, but uh, Yahweh or Jehovah, actually Jehovah, is how we say it in English. But Yahweh is, I guess, how it's pronounced in the Hebrew. But actually, the spelling of it is very interesting because in Scripture, it's actually the the words Y. H W H That's Y H W H Um, But And Today We say uh, Jehovah So uh, What's Very Interesting About that Is uh, (laughs) That the the Word Which I Mentioned Earlier The word Jehovah As we See it Today Guess what It's not Even as Old as The original King James Version (laughs) You know um, So (laughs) That's Just Tells you how uh, Recent it is But uh, How we got to that place Is uh, Between the Old Testament And New Testament um, The Hebrew Jewish people They came up with the idea That they should No longer say the name of God The name uh, Y-H-W-H They said Oh no We we cannot say that anymore Except For a very special time So um it was too sacred for many of them to say, so they began to replace God's name, uh, W-H, I'm sorry, Y-H-W-H, with either they would say either Lord, or they would say Adonai, um, or they would say Hashim, which simply means the name. Um, so this tradition of the, of the Jews of replacing the name of God with alternative and it actually became a law that, uh, throughout as time passed, um, and in fact, even this day, um, amongst those who are claiming to be Jews, is still very significant that they practice uh, that uh, we won't pronounce the, uh, the the YHWH because it's so sacred. Instead, we'll say Hashim or Adonai. You know. Um, so yeah, I know that's kind of like confusing <laughs> you know how, how they got to that but uh, actually continuing in the story uh...
1: okay it looks like Jameer dropped um, let's see if we can get him back on oh he did it himself here he is hi Jameer Hello. Continue.
0: I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what happened. With um, that. you were talking about
1: so, without. Yeah, it's just a phone drop. That's okay. It happens all the time.
0: Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, I guess um, let's see where was at. Um, right here. So we have in a twelve hundreds and thirteen hundreds. Basically, during oh. the the Middle age, really nothing was really changing. But then we have uh a special group of Hebrew, Hebrew scribes. They were actually called the Masorites, M-A-S-S-O-R-I-T-E-S. And they set up a, had a vowel system to the original Hebrew text. Um, so they was like, okay, we're going to have some A's and I's and O's and all, so we can uh, learn how to pronounce these things. Um, excuse me. So generally speaking, words without vowels, guess what? They're basically impossible to pronounce. Um, and the Hebrews knew how to pronounce their language through oral traditions. And the trouble is, language sometimes, um, after you go to a chant, people can down how to pronounce each word. Um, sometimes it can, it can change. And Matt, right, they, they've seen this because he destroyed the Hebrew language forever. So, this, this is what they did they uh, set up to provide our future generations means of uh, pronouncing Hebrew words in the Old Testament. And basically what they did was they rewrote the Old Testament Hebrew text um, <clears throat> and really not changed anything, you know, um, except adding vowels into it so they can so it would be pronounced the way that they were saying it. So the vowel system they implemented uh, is, very helpful for us today and again that was by the Masoretes who did that it was uh jew jewish scribes um so then that's how we got the y h w h um translated into uh actually yaho <coughs> yahweh um uh, y e h o w a h um yahweh and how we translate it into english um which is uh jehovah and actually in the old testament it's used almost close to seven thousand times that uh that um this word is jews uh yahweh y h w h um and one of the things that uh i'm to i'm wanna skip from that for a second i want to go back to it but one of the the things about this uh jehovah um is it it talks about basically this self-revealing God Like when you know how we had like Elohim We talked about Elohim last week Elohim talks about the strength The bite of God so that's like God Showing his muscles But this word Yahweh Jehovah uh, Y-H-W-H is basically Not God really ve- revealing his muscles Though he is very powerful But God revealing himself Making himself known to known to uh, The people of God And um that that right there is just just so powerful, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's uh, very important as a side note to understand that uh, if you want want to get a good understanding of God, is that we uh, know and understand His names, you know. So we can know know the different names, and not against so we can like, oh, I know this, and you don't know it. I know what Jehovah means, or I know what Elohim means, or Adonai means you don't know him, but it's so we can know him. Uh, Daniel 11 verse 32 says, those who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits." So we want to know him in every way possible that we can. But even if in our all, all unknown, there's no way we can ever truly, truly know him because it's just too much really about him to know about it. If we really tried to focus on it, probably our minds would explode, you know, <laughs> to try to really, really fill us up with all of who he is, you know, um, but it's particular Jehovah basically mean God is revealing himself. Um and what's, what's very special about that is uh that God he wants to reveal us, himself to us. And one of the scriptures that we actually seen, uh and that is uh in Exodus chapter three, I wanna I wanna read that one to you, Exodus chapter three. Um Let's see, and I'll, actually I'm going to start at the very beginning of it in verse 1. It says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of the Midianites, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to hurl the mountain of God. Um, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush, so we have the angel of the Lord. This is the NIV version. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within the bush. And Moses saw that through the bush, that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. Now that is, that right there is just crazy. You know, that's a, uh, what they say, a contradiction. You know, because if you, like, usually if you want to start a fire, you know, like a campfire or something like that, we, uh, use a fire you know rub the sticks together in a bush and, and then eventually the, the bush is going to burn up even like um, unfortunately what we have seen on the west coast in California how like things can just catch on fire so quickly and everything is charcoal and burned like whole forests uh, are burned down you know by a little spark but this right here it's something very very unusual that you have a bush on fire and it says, it did not burn up. And Moses noticed that. And uh, verse 3 says, so Moses thought, I will go over to see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. And verse 4 says, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. So we have here we have our Father God, Father in heaven, He said he wanted actually that was interesting He wanted he wanted Moses to come over there And look he wanted him to be curious I wonder if Moses Sometimes I I, I just think like Man what if Moses would have walked away Or what if like he wouldn't Have seen that as anything unusual Maybe it was unusual maybe he might have been Too scared and he would have walked away but The father he knows He knows what will make us curious So I believe that's why that happened Like oh man this will get his attention So Moses walked over there, and then Moses said, Here I am. And then verse 5, it says, uh, Do not come any closer, God says. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And at this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt, and I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. Um, even though that's not really focused on um, the name of God, but that right there, that verse 7, is, you know, that's a good scripture to read whenever you're going through a situation or circumstance that you're crying for the Lord and, and you don't think he hears. But verse seven says, The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt and I have heard their cries out because of their slave drivers and I'm concerned about their suffering. And you can you can put your name in there. I have indeed seen the misery of Jameer or whatever your name is. And if you just have to have faith and believe, you know, you, you crying out whatever you i mean you may not be as in a dire situation as they are. Maybe you are. You know, maybe you're at, at about to die, you know, but if you continue to cry to the Lord, guess what? He is very concerned about you. Um, but let's finish reading this. Uh, verse 8, it says, So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good, spacious land, a land flown with milk and honey, the home of the Can- Canaanites, H- H- Hittites, Amorites, Prezorites, Hivites and Jebusites And now the cry The Israelites had reached me And I have seen the way The Egyptians are oppressing them So now go I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring My people out of Egypt But Moses said To God Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh And bring The Israelites out of Egypt And God said I will be with you and this will be a sign that it is I who have sent you. And when they bought the, and when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Um, verse 13 says, Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I say to them? And this verse 14, very most popular scripture. Um, it's been in, known throughout the world. It's been in several famous movies. Have you ever seen a cartoon movie, Prince of Egypt? Even if you've seen the older older movie, The Ten Commandments, with um, I cannot remember the after name. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Charlton. Oh, oh, I know I should know his name. I just can't think of it. but. Of very very famous uh, the Ten Commandments movie I watched when I was younger, um, but uh, this uh, verse fourteen it says God said to Moses, "I am who I am." That is what you are to say to the Israelites. "I am" has sent me to you. Um, "I am who I am." This is what you going. To, this is uh with uh. God is telling uh, Moses to say, hey, this is who it is, and I am that I am. That's, to me, that uh, right there is just a very pow- powerful statement. <laughs> you know, he didn't say my name is uh, Johnny or my name is uh, Muhammad or the Pope or um, Michael the Archangel or whatever it is. He said, I am that I am, and one of the things that uh special about this name is that it is a name that God gave him own, his, his own self. So this is not like a, a Hebrew or Jewish scribe giving this name to God like or giving this attribute to God. This is actually who God is calling himself. <laughs> you know, we, we, like growing up in, um, I'm sure all of you guys, when you grow up in different neighborhoods or areas, you have a, uh, Nicknames like people like might like see something see see you and like oh such and such and they might say oh you um like one of one of my nicknames is uh the the shark shark boy when I was little that was because my sister um when this was like when I was really 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 little really little I mean I was like five or six or something like that and she would she would give me baths. And then she would always trick me that a shark was in the bathtub. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm little now. I, I don't know what's going on, but she told me that a shark was in the bathtub. Now I didn't know much about sharks, but I had seen the movie Jaws. And she would say, there he goes, there we go. shark, shark, shark. And then so I'd be so scared I'd jump up the bathtub and try to get on whatever I can to stop that shark from getting me. Anyway, people kind of out about it. So... They would call me Shark. And then I had a, um, an aunt. You know, when I was little, I used to always look at the stars. Um, also, and actually one of the nicknames they gave me, even though I don't feel I deserve this nickname, was Jesus because I was always, I guess, looking up to the heavens and stuff like that. So they would call me Jesus. So those was, I have many other nicknames besides those, but Shark Boy and Jesus, I don't know. Not being associated with him, and just say we're supposed to be like Christ, you know. But I'm I'm not at all worthy of that name, you know, and myself only worthy because of He makes me worthy because of His blood. But these were names that other people was giving me, and and sometimes you have names in Scripture that that people are describing God as, but this name right here, I am that I am, the Y H W H Yahweh Jehovah as we pronounce it in English, this is actually a name that God calls himself. (laughs) And that's what makes this name so special. I mean, it's so special that even like the Hebrews, like, hey, we can only say this name at certain times, you know. Um, And they they would only say it so many times a year, I guess. And I believe it's also probably God's favorite name of himself throughout the scriptures, you know, at least what he has revealed so far to us. So he told Moses to say, "Hey, tell the people of Israel and even Pharaoh himself that I, I am that I am, has sent you." Um, and we see whenever we see Jehovah, Yahweh, or, or, or uh, yeah, Jehovah, Yahweh, I am that I am. Basically, this is God Himself wanting to reveal Himself to you. And the way uh, this right here is um, a relational name relationship name, meaning that God wants to have, like, this relationship with you. Um, he wants to have this connection with you. So he says, I am that I am. And a lot of times, with, with the, I mentioned that example of the nicknames. Those nicknames were given to me, even though someone else gave them to me, but there's, like, um, kind of like a relation. The reason why they would give, gave those names to me because they had some type of close connection or some type of close relationship with me, and they was they were those those names because they knew something about me, but also they, it was a characteristic or at, attribute of myself. And they had a relationship like my sister, my aunt, friends, you know that I was very close with. This right here, even though it is, it is the name that God ascribes or gives to Himself, it, He's sharing it with His people so that they can have this relationship with Him. You know, because what were remember the people when He said this, they are. They are in bondage. They are far away from Him, and guess what? He says He wants them to come where to the mountain where He's at to worship Him. So what? So He can take them to the land of the canaanites, the Hizzites, the Jezabites, um and other the other people, so they can be in the land of milk and honey. And the Father wants them to have this relationship with Him. So He reveals them as I am. That's something that we can. Uh, Take with us because, of course, he he just doesn't want to reveal himself to the Hebrew Jewish people, but he wants to review, reveal himself to all of mankind. He does, he um even though I believe he made the different ethnicities, race, and nations and all that kind of stuff, but he he don't he doesn't care what ethnicity or race you are. You know, <laughs> he, he loves people of all skin colors, all skin tones, short. Um, tall, skinny, medium, you know, whatever shortcomings we think we have, you know the father the father he loves us or no matter how how good we think we are because we are, we're we're certain our race or whatever or or certain oh, i got all these muscles and all this kind of stuff no don't 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 walk in pride and all that kind of stuff because that's not his purpose for creating differences, you know um it's how we all are here for one thing basically for the glory of God another thing about this um, I am that I am is basically uh, besides it being a personal relationship um, basically it's also talking about God being self-sufficient self-sufficient what that means is basically um, I heard somebody say that uh, basically God he doesn't need it to the grocery store you know to buy food, or the 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 uh, open up a farm, or to, to go to the farm, you know, and plant seeds, and some corn and trees and apples and berries and all that kind of stuff, and cows and stuff to produce. He does he doesn't need any of that stuff to survive. Like we, I do. If I was a farmer, yes, I could, I could farm and plant seeds and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not, unfortunately. So i got to go to the grocery store. I try to go to the farmer's market when I can't afford it. But unfortunately, I end up going to the grocery store, just have to pray pray about food. But without the food, you know, I come in for a while, but eventually, guess what, I'm going to fade away because I need food to survive. I need water to survive, even to have a, 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 a healthy life. I, and since I do need the sun also, the rays of the sun, if we don't get that, then we have lack like energy, and then we have bone deficiency, and, of course, our bodies are degraded anyway. Mm. But that just helps it come a lot quicker. But our Father, God, he He is I am that I am, so he doesn't, he doesn't need that. He doesn't need to go to the grocery store. He doesn't need to plant no seeds. He doesn't need to go stand out in the sun because, guess what, he... <laughs> He he's better than the sun. He created the sun, um He created time, he created all these things, you know, even some of the things we talked about last week. You know, he created these things, he doesn't need that, so I am I am saying that he is self sufficient. He doesn't need to get in a car to go anywhere, um, he doesn't have to start a fire, all these kind of things. <laughs> you know, I am that I am is all all these things that um our father is, you know. <clears throat> And we should apply that to our uh everyday situations in our life that uh that we have a God like that, and that he wants to have this relationship with us that we don't have to be in this world alone you know one thing that unfortunately happened last week uh we had a a gentleman um in a town next to ours, and I guess he felt he he didn't have anything or whatever the case was. And he jumped off a roof. And one thing that's interesting about that is in this particular town, whenever anybody wants to end their life, they go to this particular place to this roof and jump off of it. I mean, it's, it's been a frequently frequent occurrence there, you know, um, that that happens. And I'm, I'm not really sure why that is. Um, People go, well, well, depression and all that. But we, we as people, we as people of God, you know, we have to realize, no, no matter what difficulties and situations we face, you know, that um, that Jehovah, Yahweh, I am, that I am, that this is just as much He cared about the children of Israel. Um, guess what? He cares about you. Actually, I want to give you scripture for that one. Malachi 3:6. Um, which is that saying, One Jehovah, YHWH, um, Yahweh, uh, Malachi three six says, "I, the Lord, do not change." So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. So, so guess what? Even though that's Malachi written thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, guess what? It's still, it still applies to us today. Because even Revelation chapter one verse eight, and we know Revelations. Is one of the uh, books of the Bible that uh, is actually not ended yet, because we know Revelation talks about the future. It talks about the uh, rapture. It talks about um, the abomination and desolation, which is not occurred. Last war, the trumpets, the vows. It talks about. It even talks about the millennial reign, and even talks about the new heaven and earth. So we know Revelation has not ended yet, and I will say that because well, it's still very, very relevant actually scripture will always be relevant even in eternity when we've been there like that song ten thousand years. Um but Revelation chapter one verse eight it says, I am the Alpha and Omega says the Lord, who is and who was and who was to come, the Almighty. So that's the very song that's a that's a psalm. That's a hymn who was and excuse me. Who is and who was and who is to come. That right there I think all these Bible verses are very, very special. But I am the Alpha and Omega says, "There we go, the Lord God, Yahweh, Jehovah, Adonai, who was and is and is and comes. So Alpha and Omega means the beginning and end, so no matter what situation or circumstances, no matter what time you were born, like was you born in this generation? I guess most people who are listening were born in this generation, but no matter what you was born in, say, for instance, if anybody is Alpha. If you this in Paul, I mean, if you were born in Paul's generation, Moses' generation, um, Joseph, or whatever it may be, that's what the Father is still the same. No, no matter what generation, no matter what time, He's always going to be. I am and I am to you. He always wants to reveal to you as a relationship to you. Um, the final scripture I want to give you is uh, Hosea chapter 12 verse 5. That's Hosea, and actually I got a whole lot of scriptures that I've. That I could get to you with this right here I <clears throat> uh, and because a lot of them they, they basically are saying the same thing. Isaiah chapter twelve or five it says, The Lord, God Almighty, the Lord is his name and then we have like Jehovah Yahweh again. His name. He's he's Almighty, you know, Elohim. Um, but then Jehovah Yahweh, the name that he gave himself, he said, Hey, this is my name and I'm letting you know this is my name. Uh from uh, Exodus chapter three, verse fourteen, when he said, "Hey Moses," when Moses said, "Hey Lord, who, okay, you tell me to do all these things to this mighty king. Who, who am I going to say who sent me?" And he said, "Say hey, I am that I am." Um, so I guess what I, I hope you just don't get like the um, just the Hebrew, like the history of how we got Jehovah, Yahweh. I mean, that's very, very interesting, very important. It's always good to know your history. Um, like, as I heard my history teacher say, well, you need to know your history so you won't repeat it, like your mistakes in the past and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes we just have the knowledge of it, and we end up repeating mistakes or things, that, things of the past. But Sometimes it's hard to do that, I must admit. Nobody, nobody's perfect. But then in the same thing, we also have I am that I am and we can change things that are going on in the present and in the future. So that that is my hope that uh from you learned not just the Elohim last week but also this um Jehovah that you would uh, have an experience or relationship that you would see things change within your life that you can call upon him. Um, that you will not be, especially during this time, I want to encourage those who are listening, you're not, if you feel like you're by yourself. Um, he's always with you no matter where you're at. That he is, I am, that I am. So, you know, yeah. So, I, I'll stop right there. Dorothy, do you have anything you want to add to it?
1: No, just that I love researching and looking into all these names because in in the Hebrew times, names were very important. you know it's not like today, oh, this sounds nice. We'll name our kid that that you named people what wanted God to bless them with, and who you wanted them to become, and Father's different names addresses all his different aspects, so it's Everyone is a blessing, you know So I, I just Love this study That's yeah, all I've got to say Okay,
0: alright, good Well, let's see, I think I, I'm going to do, if so many names I'm going to do one One or two more names um, uh, Yeah, I'll do one or two more names of it The next couple of weeks And then we'll start then I I think I got another teacher, maybe I might do three because there's so many so many good names you can focus on, you
1: know. I know. And it's just you know, it just helps you understanding the names helps you understand the different aspects of who father is and how we should view him in his you know, as he relates to us, like Rafa and I'm not going to remember them all off the top of my head. You know, that Rafa is healer, right? Is that the one yeah. that's healer? you remember? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. Jo- yeah, Yeah. that's one of my
0: favorite
1: ones, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jireh or Ray is um, provision?
0: I, you know what? I, no, I have them written... I
1: just... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have them written down somewhere. I should look them up because it's always it's it's just always a blessing just to think about each and every one and what it means to us yeah. you know and I read an interesting word of encouragement today and I'd just like to bring that up is that how would we walk differently in our lives if we walk in the full knowledge of how much Father loves us Not just head knowledge, but heart knowledge of how much he loves us. Yes. I mean, would we walk different? Be a little more confident, I would would. think.
0: Yes, Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for coming in and tuning in again this evening to uh, the podcast. Um, I, I'll close out on prayer, um, and I can't believe we're, all, we're almost at the end of the year. Wow, wow, a oh, whole year! Um, I thank you, Dorothy, for having me. Um, Father, I thank you for letting us have another day. Father, Lord, for waking us up, guide us and direct us. Father, Lord, give us give us strength, Lord, this day. Father, um, help your people, help our nation, Father, Lord. Of course, you know everything that's going on with um in the nation of Israel. You know everything that's going on in the United States, Father. even even in Russia, Father, you know what's going on over there. Father, um, help your people, Father, throughout the nations. Oh God, Lord, um, just just give us strength during this time, Father. Show show us how. Show us, Father, how to, to pray for the people, how to pray for our government, Father, and with the vote and what to do, Father, Lord, with the different programs and how to continue to be witnessed in light, and letting your light and glory shine, Father Lord, to all the people scattered throughout the world, Father, so that we can be a light during this, these dark and evil days. I thank you, Father, listeners. Bless them, God, in a mighty way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, Father, bless everyone. Thank you for such a nice teaching, Tamir. And we'll right. see you next week. And y'all have a blessed week. And and yeah. look into all these different names and think about it. It'll encourage you, I promise. So have a blessed night, Jameer.
0: You too. Right.
1: Good night. Good night, everybody.